Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As predicted yesterday, uh, the liberals, the clawing of the faces started, the foaming at the mouth. My show yesterday drove them crazy, also drove us to the top of the charts. Uh, The message clearly resonated yesterday when I told you, and I was not kidding, get the hell away from these liberal lunatics as quickly as you can. As quickly as you can. Look at that. Number 10 yesterday on the charts and news. Top 10 show. Uh, The message resonated. Get away from these nuts as quickly as you can. Uh, Some liberal blogger and a bunch of, a guy who had a podcast or something, some liberal podcast picked it up saying, Bongino urges people to flee to Republican safe spaces. Well, I don't recall using the word safe spaces, but yes, that message is absolutely correct. Get the hell away from these people as quickly as you can. If you missed yesterday's show on Thursday, episode 1558, please go back and listen to it. It's one of the most important ones we've done this year. I got that. I'll explain why uh, also in a second and a ton more. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Keep your online activity free from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, if you wouldn't mind, maybe a little bit out of order here, the way I've been doing it. Got cables everywhere, all over the place. Please, <laughs> uh, if you wouldn't welcome the audience with your worst 1960s game show voice, please. It's Friday! <laughs> Joey's very excited. He gets especially yeah. excited. Off of, man, these cables are like, I got so many cables, cables all over the place. Ever, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Me too. Ever since I started doing the... The Fox show, I got. I had a lot of cables before. I've got 10 times as many. I wish we could pan the camera and show all this stuff around here. There's like cables running everywhere. Um, I'm going to talk to you a minute about that, too. I've got a fantastic guest you may not have heard of. If you haven't, you will. All right, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private. Well, what changed? The internet. Think about everything you browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected, aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. Your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only the celebrities worried about. Now you have to worry about that too because everyone's online and now we're all public figures. To keep my data private when I go online, I use and have used ExpressVPN. They've been a sponsor forever. It's a great company. There are hundreds of data brokers out there. Their only business is buying, selling, buying and selling your data. They don't even have to tell you they're selling it or get consent. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But if you have ExpressVPN like I do, the connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and your IP address, it's masked. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. Makes it extremely difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. The best part is it's super easy to use. No matter what device, phone, laptop, smart TV, just hit a button and you're done. So if like me, you believe your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. See, Joe's energy on Friday after the big open is a little lesser than his. You have to understand, Joe's got one shot at the title. He blew, the, the, he blew the gas tank on that first. That's why he's a little subdued in this one. That's okay. That's Inside okay. So stuff, I have a big guest on my show uh, coming up tomorrow on Unfiltered on Fox, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Set your DVR. Please watch it live if you can. The ratings have been great. Thanks to you. I really appreciate it. 
I've got a guest coming up in the in the A block of the show to give you TV lingo. The first block of the show, obviously. You know who Drago Desarian is? If you listen to Jocko Willing's podcast, you probably do. This guy's a real American hero. Grew up in communist Poland, was a political prisoner, came to the United States, decides he's going to fight for this country. He's in his 30s, gets into the Navy SEALs in his 30s. Imagine in your 30s, hard enough to get into the SEALs in your 20s, 30s. He gets into the Navy SEALs, fights for this country, an American hero, a loud vocal supporter of freedom and liberty. I got him coming up in the A block. Please don't miss it. I also got Mike Pompeo and... Irish Mickey Ward, one of the greatest boxers of all time. We talked to him, a guy who got knocked down a lot and always came back, wound up becoming a champ, the light welterweight champ. It's going to be a loaded show. Also got Jesse Waters. It's going to be a, the show is going to be great. Please don't miss it. Unfiltered, 10 p.m. tomorrow night on Fox. All right, I wasn't kidding yesterday. Uh, I'm not going to relitigate the show, but uh, I just want to make the point again. When I said yesterday during my show. That the liberals, the radical left, not all Democrats, but the radical left is fully committed to spying, censorship, um, racism training in schools. That's what critical race theory is, teaching your kids to be racist, race wars, Antifa violence. They're fully committed, the radical left, to that. I told you, get away from them as soon as you can. I meant it. The left needs you. You don't need them. The left needs to subjugate. Here's the difference between us and them, and I want this to be crystal clear, why they need you, but you'll never need them. We are believers in freedom and liberty. Big R, God-given rights for everyone. Folks, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put together a campaign bumper sticker here. I'm trying to make this practical and understandable. We, us conservatives and libertarians, believe in big R, God-given rights for everyone. Big R, God-given rights, individual rights, means there are things I can't do to you, whether I'm a government representative or others, because you have rights. I can't hurt you. I can't take away your right to speak freely. I can't stop you from practicing your religion. There are things I can't do to you. You have protections, especially if I'm a representative of the government. I have power. I definitely can't do those things. So you're protected by the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Because I can't do that to you, It's not as much a concern as what you do with your life. I just want to be left alone in mine. Does that make sense? Because I'm not trying to, Joe, if this doesn't make sense, Gee, Justin, everyone needs to stop me because this is important. I don't need to subjugate you. I don't care. I am a Christian. My Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. Whatever your religion is or lack thereof, that's your problem. That's not mine. Well, it's not your, I don't mean problem. You know what I'm saying? That's your issue. It's not mine. I don't mean problem. I don't mean to be offensive towards other religions. That's your issue. I, don't, I, I have nothing to do with that. But that's not how leftists think. Leftists need subjugation. They're collectivists, socialists. Collectivism, meaning they have to collect the products of others' labor to redistribute them to everyone else. You can't practice your religion because religion, your religion isn't the state. Your religion's a higher power God. They don't like that. They don't want the nuclear family because they don't want a source of objective values. Because if you have a source of objective values, the state doesn't have power because the state requires subjectivity. They have to be able to change the rules at the last minute. And if we have objective values, like the values imparted by family, the left doesn't like that. They need to subjugate. They need to own you. Hence my own the libs, which is my uh, social media headline, by the way, my bio all the time. Again, the left doesn't get that. They miss the whole thing. They need to own you. 
all the time. We don't need them. They need us. They need to subjugate all the time. Get away from them. There is no reason to stay around them. Peggy Noonan, who I, listen, I'm not a huge fan of sometimes. I'll be candid. And she's probably not a fan of me either. And it's fair. But I don't disregard good ideas because I don't like sometimes the people who produce them. Peggy Noonan explains this well. Why in the culture wars now, I've said often on this show, and I know you've heard it if you've been a regular listener, the reason the left will never win this fight in the culture wars, ever, not in this country, is because this country is different. It always has been. We are the most prosperous, freedom-loving country in the history of humankind for a reason. People who are entrepreneurs and freedom-loving have always come here, always. They've immigrated here. They've been born here. They've been born to parents who fled persecution. The people here will always crave liberty and freedom. And the desire for us to hold on jealously and guard our freedom and liberty, freedom and liberty will always overpower the left's desire to subjugate you. The left needs subjects. The righteous needs to be left alone. That's probably the best way to say it. The left needs subjects. The right just wants to be left alone. Peggy Newton explains it in this piece in the Wall Street Journal. The culture war is a leftist offensive. She's right. She says Democrats have become more extreme on social issues and they aren't prepared for the backlash. They're not. Why is there a backlash? Because the left, they need subjects. We just want to be left alone. She says, why then is it still conventional wisdom on the left and in the mainstream media that it is conservatives who are the culture warmongers? She says, because for most people, uh, she's quoting someone else here. For most people, losing something is far more painful than the pleasure of gaining something of equivalent value. And since conservatives are losing the customs and hierarchies that they've long lived with, their reaction is far more intense than the liberal reaction towards winning the changes they desire. Does that make sense? The left's need to subjugate requires that they burn your civil liberties. Your right to not be spied on, your right to be free of censorship, your right to just love your fellow man without judging them by their skin color. The left can't have any of that. They need to subjugate you. To subjugate you, they need to take away your liberties, right? You will always guard your civil liberties than the loss of them and react more strongly when they're lost than the left will by celebrating taking them. The desire to keep your liberty will always overpower the desire of others to take them away. Don't ever forget that. I'm going to ask Drago about that during the show tomorrow night too. Drago Desarian, who had an interesting quote I saw on a piece he did. He said, listen, um, he's really worried about the country right now, the censorship and everything going on. Again, Navy SEAL born in communist Poland. But he said, quote, freedom fighters always, always exist. And there are a lot of them here. The desire to retain your freedoms and fight for them will always overpower the desire on the left to take them away. We need to fight smart. And the best way to fight smart is to get away from battles that are lost and fight where we can win and win big. Get away from these people as quickly as you can. They are lunatics. Engaging by the response yesterday I got, which drove the numbers of the show through the roof, especially on the audio side where they went crazy after uh, a couple pieces and podcasts were published yesterday. I'm telling you, you can always tell you've touched a nerve and you're over the target. 
gauging by the leftist blue check mark brigade response. Always. They lost their minds. They need to subjugate us. The idea that they'd be left on their own to destroy their own big states and liberal cities while we evacuate in mass and create enclaves for freedom and liberty drives them crazy because they need subjects and we won't allow it. Thanks for blowing up the show yesterday. I appreciate it. So why are they the way they are? Why do they not care about civil liberties anymore? Why do they lie all the time? Why are they so misinformed? Well, we've been discussing that the whole week. Yesterday's show, we discussed why the, the, the obvious need to subjugate others and why they always lie and pretend things aren't happening. Oh, we're not, you're not being spied on. Critical race theory isn't real. It's, it's all real. But the real question is, why are so many liberals, liberals in the voting population, why are they so ignorant? It's a serious question. Why do they not know anything? Well, they don't know anything because a lot of them don't do any homework. And we lost the culture a long time ago. So when people like Spike Lee, um, a director of movies, uh, say things that are on their face, absurd, outrageous, ridiculous, and they're just lies, people believe it because liberals own the culture. Their need to subjugate requires people to be scared and ignorant. Scared people give up their civil liberties. Ignorant people don't know what's happening. You follow? Two steps. Scared people give up their civil liberties so the government will protect them. And second, they don't even know what's happening because they're ignorant of it. They're ignorant because of people like Spike Lee who feed them misinformation to get them scared. Ignorance is a currency too. What do I mean? Here's a brief video of Spike Lee. He's at a movie festival. I don't know which one. I don't even care. I don't follow movie festivals. But here's Spike Lee telling a captive audience, nobody who dares push back on this thing, tells them an absolute lie, a, a total lie, tells them that you happen to be black. The police are hunting you down like animals in the street. You doubt me? Here's the actual clip. Check this out. I wrote it in 1988. When you see Brother Eric Garner, when you see King George Floyd murdered, lynched, I think of Ray Rahim. And you would think and hope that 30-something years later, the black people stopped being hunted down like the animals. So, I'm glad to be here, though. Thank you. Being hunted down like animals? You notice nobody pushes back on that? He's totally, completely making that up. You see now how the left subjugates. Again, they use fear and ignorance. People jealously guard their freedoms. Why would they give it up? They give it up because they're scared and they're ignorant. Why are they ignorant? Because liberals control the culture. Nobody dares push back on Spike Lee because he's a cultural icon. He's also a liar. He's just making that up. Police aren't hunting down black people like animals. He just made that up. But people believe it because Spike Lee said it. Hey, he directed do the right thing. He's got to know what he's talking about. He doesn't. And whereas Spike Lee won't produce any evidence that that's actually true, I'll produce evidence that it's actually false. Interesting Breitbart article covering this. Be in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter, if you'd like to subscribe. It's free, of course. Oh, can. I guess that was the film festival. Don't care. Uh, Breitbart, Warner Todd Houston. Spike Lee pushes the lie that black people are, quote, being hunted down like animals by the police. Well, it's interesting. You scroll down the piece and you see 
It says, of course, uh, Lee's claim that police officers are hunting blacks and indiscriminately shooting them down. It's not actually based on facts. The actual statistics don't show that black Americans are being shot down in large numbers by America's police officers. The data shows that less than 50 unarmed black people are killed by police annually across the country, despite the fact that police officers encounter the public more than 3 million times each year. There is no statistical basis for the claim that black people are being murdered with impunity by the police. It doesn't matter. No one at Cannes, whatever the hell this stupid film festival is, I don't care. No one has the guts to push back against Spike Lee because he has cultural capital with people. That he's a liar and is making something up that can get millions of people scared of the police is totally irrelevant to them. They don't care. They live in a false reality. Their need to subjugate others is driven by an ignorance campaign that liberals fall right into the ignorance vacuum trap every single time. You doubt me? That ign- you know, ignorance is, a, is, is the commodity. Again, another coin of the realm for the left. You doubt me? Here, look at this police mag story. Again, I put it in the show notes today for you to read. Half of a survey's very liberal respondents believe 1,000 or more unarmed black men were killed by police in 2019. Uh, here, from the body of the piece. The survey says that amongst the very liberal, more than 50% believe American law enforcement killed 1,000 or more unarmed black men in 2019. Nearly 8% of very liberal respondents believe officers killed more than 10,000 unarmed black men. Holy Moses. Folks, the number was less than 50 and closer to 10. It's, is it eight? Thank you, Guy. It's eight. They just don't know anything. They do, these are, folks, do you understand these are hard numbers? There are actual bodies. We can count the bodies. All tragedy. I don't wish any, a death on anyone. Not even a death penalty supporter, which always garners a reaction from the audience, but that's fine. You're, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You don't know what you're talking about. Nearly half of liberals believe police killed 1,000 or more unarmed black men? You're not even in the ballpark. You're off by a factor of not 10. You're off by a factor of 100. You're not even close. You don't know anything. You see why minorities may be scared? Because people like Spike Lee tell them to be scared. And they believe it. Even though it's totally fake. How do liberals subjugate? Why do you need to get the hell away from them? Because they lie. No one corrects them and they use fear. Fear is their currency. Fear is the way they get you to forfeit your civil liberties to them because they make you believe they'll protect you against an enemy that doesn't exist. Who? Oh, yeah, Spike Lee, right. He's probably got armed guards. Was he worth 50 million? There you go. Yeah, he's a real source of authority right there. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. And I want to, again, uh, address why liberals are so stupid. I'm sorry to put it that way, but it's true. Because why they're dumb matters. If we don't understand the mechanism of their madness, we'll never be able to understand tactically how to fight back against said madness. Our kids are the ones being indoctrinated by this. Your kids may see this Spike Lee clip. Oh, black men are being hunted down in the street. It's your job to tell your kids, this is not true. This is uh, This is fake. Another one coming up about masks, a story we discussed on the show and how big tech is the biggest misinformation machine in human history right now. 
even worse, I would argue, than Pravda and the Soviet Union. That's saying a lot. It's true. No one has ever been more powerful than big tech. They are the largest misinformation machine right now, misinforming the public. Many people in the public are stupid because of big tech. I'll show you what I mean in a minute. Hey, my friends at Bravo Company Manufacturing, I strong, this is one of their shirts, by the way. I strongly urge you to give them a, give them a look. If you're in the market for a rifle, not, not a sporting, they don't make sporting rifles. You know, you're never supposed to tell people in a spot, of course, what a company isn't. But in this case, it's important. If you want a sporting rifle, you have to go somewhere else. Those are really good products, good companies that make that. But that's not what Bravo Company, it's not the rifles they make. <coughs> Excuse me. They make rifles for uh, responsible citizens, law enforcement officers, and soldiers. Quality is all that matters to them. And they view their product as life-saving equipment. It's not sporting equipment for them. Every component of a BCM rifle, I have two of these, they're amazing. They're, it's hand-assembled. It's tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin, to a life-saving standard. They really believe this. They are absolutely committed to build products that cannot fail because they believe it's their moral responsibility to provide effective tools and rifles that won't fail the end user when it's not just a paper target, but God forbid someone trying to do you harm. They make reliable, life-saving equipment. They work with members of the special forces, connecting them with other Americans, these top instructors, and teach the skills necessary to defend yourself, your family, or others. How do you get information and check them out? You can check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. But if you want to learn more about their incredible rifles, the best in the business, they're my go-to. Head on over to bravocompanymfg.com like Mary Frank George. bravocompanymfg.com. My FFL, local FFL, I buy a lot of firearms from, said, no joke, the best in the business. BravoCompanyMFG.com, BravoCompanyMFG.com. Check them out today. Life-saving equipment, the best rifles in the business. BravoCompanyMFG.com. Thanks, Bravo. We appreciate you being part of the show. Okay, again, why are the left so ignorant? Fear and ignorance is their currency. That's how they get people to forfeit their civil liberties. First, we showed you because of the culture wars and the loss of the culture wars in the United States, why we need to get away from them, why we need to be around people right now where we, 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 you know, that are grounded in truth and reality. That doesn't necessarily mean all Republicans or all conservatives. It means people willing to accept the truth. Why would you want to be around people that believe in a false sense of reality? Why would you want to live in a neighborhood where the people who live in that neighborhood believe the police are killing black men every day with no excuse and actually hunting them down? Why would you want to live there? Those people are crazy. They're crazy. Get away from them as soon as you can. And please, to the libs, continue to cover this on your podcast and write about it. You're blowing my numbers up. You're saving us a ton of marketing costs. I genuinely can't thank you enough. I really can't. You are saving us tens of thousands of dollars in having to promote the material by doing it for us. Thank you. Thank you. Why are they so ignorant? Well, because their lies go unchallenged. Remember this study we covered the other day? I think we were one of the first to put it out there. The Journal of the Amer American Medical Association, a very serious American medical journal. Well, their pediatric sec section, JAMA Pediatrics, did a study on the effect of masks on children. Some of you saw this a couple of weeks ago. I'll put it up here just in case you missed it. I need you, the link to it, by the way, is in the top of my newsletter. I get a lot of questions on how to get this study. It's about the dangers of masks on your kids' faces. Go to bongino.com slash newsletter. I'm not trying to get free. I don't, 
folks, really, I just want you to get the study. And I got a ton of emails. Dan, I'm confused. How do I get it? Bongino.com slash newsletter. Click subscribe. It's free. It's the first article in the show notes that goes out every day. It's the first article, the link. I'm going to put it up again. Here's the title of the study. Experimental assessment of carbon dioxide content in inhaled air with or without face masks in healthy children. JAMA Pediatrics. Well, we discussed this last week, and there were some very, very interesting results from the study of what masks do to your kids' respiration process. The results were not good. It does, it, it, the portion of it I'm going to cover doesn't address viral transmission. It addresses the downside of face masking your kids. I want you to print this study, and I want you to demand that your school boards read this study. They say they're based in science. This is science. This is one of the most respected medical journals out there. And I want them to provide to you, your school board, an answer why they're causing your kids dangers through hypercapnia or the excess inhalation of carbon dioxide through the mask and what they're doing to mitigate that and if not, threaten to sue them. I'm dead serious. Print this study. It's in my newsletter today. What did the study find? Well, without further ado, most of the complaints reported by children can be understood as consequences of elevated carbon dioxide levels in the inhaled air when they have a mask on. Unsurprisingly, you exhale carbon dioxide when it has nowhere to go and gets caught up in the mask. The kids are breathing it back in. It says, quote, a recent review concluded there was ample evidence for adverse effects of wearing such masks. Folks, your kids are not supposed to be breathing in excess carbon dioxide. This is only a mystery to leftist school boards who really live in a bubble of ignorance. They are the stupid people. I'm sorry. They are the stupid people. They're the same people who believe 10,000 black men are being hunted down and murdered by police unarmed every year. A, a statistical falsity. They also believe there's no downsides to wearing masks, despite no evidence they're actually preventing this disease in masks. And they believe it's okay. That's not true. It's not what the science says. Why are libs so ignorant? They can't read. You think they can't read this study? No, they can't. Why? Because liberals worship at the altar of big tech. It's a one big giant. I want to say something nasty right now, but because it's a relatively family-friendly show, sometimes I won't. But it's one big circle thingy, if you know what I mean. The left are so dumb because the left doesn't have alternate sources, sources of truth and reality. The left relies solely on their big tech masters. The left are subjugants, even though they want to subjugate others. They're subjects, the left, excuse me, even though they want to subjugate others. They're subjects to the big tech titans. We are not conservatives. We understand that whenever big tech fact checks something, it means it's probably true, not false. Here's what I mean. Just the news story, John Solomon's site. This one's by Greg Piper, but I keep saying that. It's his site, just the news. Facebook warns the JAMA study we just talked about on children's COVID masks are false news and sharers will be punished. <laughs> you understand these people are full-blown communists. Full. They are even more dangerous than communist Pravda. I know that's a lot to say and for you to digest, ladies and gentlemen, but it is absolutely true because people at least understood in the old Soviet Union that Pravda, the newspaper of the Soviet Union, the state-run newspaper, was in fact a misinformation machine. There was no, 
There was no air of authenticity to it at all. It was obviously an embarrassing joke on humankind. But Facebook, Twitter, and, and YouTube, they're, they're communists, but they pretend to be a free market interested in information exchange. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are the biggest purveyors of misinformation out there. There is a very real danger to a face mask on your kid, as evidenced by actual science, and Facebook is desperate for you not to see it. Desperate. Now, from the Just the News story, you'll never guess where Facebook's getting this and suppressing this JAMA study. You'll never guess what's happening. Who's doing it? Who's behind it? Here it is. George Soros again. Soros is back. Quote, the organizations, these are the fact-checking organizations that fact-check this. This is hilarious. So you have a bunch of trained medical scientists analyzing the effects of face masks on your kid. You then have at the Pointer Institute, a fact-checker, a bunch of 17-year-old diaper-wearing losers with degrees in basket weaving who managed to run a blog who are now certified fact-checkers for the medical community at the Pointer Institute. And who's funding them? Oh, mega-donor George Soros. There it is right there. Now, you should be asking a logical question right now. I don't get it, Dan. Why? Why the, why the, why is the left, why are they so committed to diapering up your face? If they, if they can read this study, see there's a downside, and can't prove to any real data showing that this has been really effective in reducing the spread of coronavirus, why are they so eager to mask and diaper your face up? Why? Because again, folks, nothing invokes fear better than visual symbols. Why? We're not olfactory creatures. We're not auditory creatures. Yes, we can hear and smell, but that's not how we see the world. Dogs smell the world. Their nose is one of their primary sensory organs. Bats use echolocation. Human beings see. We are visual creatures. We are visual creatures. We always have been. That's why the left loves to use race and skin color as a weapon. It's easy to see, easy to identify, can invoke fear right away. If you happen to be black and police see you, they're going to hunt you down. The face mask is a visual symbol of the power of government. It keeps the fear out there. It keeps the fear that you could be infected next. It's coming for you. He brought up an interesting point this morning. How in that other study? What was it? What was it that he leftists believed there was a 50% chance of dying from coronavirus? Of course they believe that. They're stupid. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube have them believing that because they also have them believing face masks work because they want face masks on because it's a symbol of public fear. It invokes fear, and fear is the only currency the left can use to voluntarily get you to give them your civil liberties and subjugate you. Folks, this all ties together. I don't mean to get unnecessarily deep about this. I'm not trying to be Socrates right here. I'm just trying to get you awake, to, uh, uh, awake, stealing the leftist term, just like I steal the term own the libs. Just I do this to get you to understand the terrain features of the battle we're fighting. The face mask is a symbol of fear for them. They need that symbol of fear because they're never going to get you to continue to forfeit away your civil liberties uh, forfeit away your right to assemble, your right to own your money and your business, your right to go to church ever if they can't keep you afraid and the face mask is their best tool for it. They don't care. A study could come out tomorrow, I am not joking, 
that showed if you wear a face mask, your life will be shortened by 10 years due to excess carbon dioxide. It will be suppressed by Facebook and Twitter. They don't care. They don't care. They are fully invested in leftist fear campaigns. And anyone who aids them in a leftist fear campaign and subscribes to the communist principles they advance is their friend too. You doubt me? Look at the story in hot air. Yeah, be in the show notes today. Jazz Shaw. Twitter blocks the account of a foreign policy expert that mocked Xi Jinping of China. (laughs) Twitter loves China. Twitter's communists themselves, just like fake book. Just like fake book. It's the exact same principles. They need to keep you scared, just like the Chinese keep people scared to get them to constantly subjugate their liberties. All right, uh, let me get to my uh, third sponsor here, and then uh, I want to get to the election because uh, there's been some updates. There's been a result. uh, There's been some uh, updates in Pennsylvania. Looks like we may get some form of at least an audit in Pennsylvania, which would be fantastic. I'm going to show you how also in blue states, it's apparently okay to question elections in blue states, even when they revolve involve Republicans. But again, when it involves Donald Trump, questioning elections are definitely no good. I got that also uh, update about Toyota. You have a Toyota? Hmm. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've heard me talk about Helix mattresses. They're great. I have the Midnight Lux. You know I love it. Well, Helix has gone beyond mattresses in the bedroom and they started making sofas. They launched a new company. They produce awesome sofas. It's called Allform. They're making premium, customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. So what makes an Allform sofa really cool? For starters, it's the easiest way you can customize a sofa using premium materials. But here's a catch. At a fraction of the cost of traditional stores, pick the fabric. You can get spill, stain, scratch resistant. Pick the sofa color, the color of the legs the sofa size, even the shape to make sure it's a perfect fit for you, your room, and your house. My daughter has one in her room. We got it perfectly contoured. They've got armchairs, love seats, all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. So there's something for everyone. You can always start small and buy more seats later if you want your all-form sofa to grow and change with you when you move. I promise you'll get a ton of compliments on these. They are beautiful sofas. They're great. All-form sofas are delivered directly to your home with fast, free shipping. In the past, if you want to offer, offer a sofa, order, order a sofa, you'd take a week or more to arrive at your house, and you need someone to come and assemble it in your home. All forms quick and easy. No tools even needed. Paula put hers together, I don't know, 20 minutes, even less. I woke up, she was already done with it. I helped a little bit at the end, as I always say. I did. There was one at the end. She just needed me to lift something a little bit. We were done. And if getting a sofa without trying it in the store sounds a little risky, don't worry. You get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it. It's more than three months. You don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and they'll give you a full refund. You're not going to want a refund. Also, because they're great, they have a forever warranty. Literally forever. To find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash Dan. That's allform, A-L-L-F-O-R-M, allform.com slash Dan. And allform's offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Dan. Check them out. Really like them. They're really cool sofas. Okay. So, again, why are the libs so ignorant? We've been talking about it the whole show. Why do they just not know anything? Well, they don't know anything because there's this combination of media, culture warriors like Spike Lee, and big tech who are misinformation specialists and battle against the truth constantly, and liberals fall for it because they're not as smart as conservatives and they don't seek truth elsewhere. Speaking of that, why is it that liberals are so worried about the audits in these elections? 
Well, again, it's because liberals like to live in an ignorant world. And if liberals weren't worried about the results of these audits, they'd welcome these, wouldn't you? I mean, if you thought audits of the 2020 election were going to show that there was no fraud, and if these elections were led by Republican leaders, then wouldn't you want that? I mean, I'm just asking a question. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. If you're absolutely convinced the results of the 2020 election that Joe Biden won and won handily, if that's what you believe, then why would you be worried about a forensic investigation of the election? Looks like we may get one in Pennsylvania. See this Washington Examiner story again up in my newsletter. Pennsylvania forensic examination seeks election materials. There's a senator, state senator, Republican Doug Mastriano over there. Uh, he is calling for these counties to fork over some of their materials. And I say, good. The leftists should be saying good, too. But the problem with leftists is, again, they love being ignorant. They don't want to know. If there was fraud in the election, do you understand that they don't care as long as the fraud benefited their guy? Unlike me, if fraud benefited my guy, I'd want to know. Because it's not as important for me to win an election as it is to live in a country where you can trust the election results. Do you understand that? We have, there's a difference here. I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Ronald Reagan. If we were to win an election where we believe it was due to fraud and us winning, I'd be saying the exact same thing. Not leftists. They don't care about fraud. All they care about is power. So they prefer to be ignorant. That's why they don't want audits. Except when it's a blue state and involves a Republican like this New York Post story, which is fascinating. New York City elections officials seek state and federal probes into suspected ballot harvesting. Yeah, yeah, it may have benefited a Republican in Staten Island, so New York City Board of Elections officials are all over that, because that's okay in blue states, of course. But if, it, you know, if Donald Trump got hurt by election fraud, they don't really care. Speaking of which, this is that uh, spend your money wisely section we've been doing over the past five years. Listen, I, I, I was never a fan of boycotts. Sean Hannity hates boycotts. Uh, Sean's a friend of mine. I used to not be a fan of boycotts. I totally disagree now. I said cutesy time is over, and I meant it. Left want to boycott. They want to boycott people. They want to put people out of business, destroy their financial lives. You know, fine. For their, purely for their politics, we can play that game too. You know, I, I, that's the only thing I think Sean and I really disagree with. I, I 100%. You want to boycott? Go right ahead. Here's one you should probably consider. Maybe sometime in the future. Bloomberg, Toyota revives donation bans to Republicans who oppose the election. Let me show you one of the Republicans opposing the election who I'm, I'm hoping Toyota bans election donations to. Uh, here's a Republican going after the election. This is really just, this is bad stuff, folks. It's definitely worthy of a boycott. Check this out. I wish to ask, is there one United States senator who will join me in this letter? There is of no debate. There is no debate. The gentlewoman will suspend. The, the, chair, the chair has previously ruled a signature from a senator is required. Objection cannot be received. Of course, that's not a Republican. That's Democrat Maxine Waters. I did that on purpose because I'm wondering if Toyota, that was her objecting to the 2016 election. I'm just kind of wondering what they're going to do about that, Toyota. Or is it just targeted at Republicans who had legitimate concerns about the process in the 2020 election? Is Maxine Waters going to get, are they going to donate to her? What about the handful of other Democrats who objected to the 2016 election? What about the handful of other Democrats who objected to the Bush-Gore election? What about that? Of course not. Spend your money wisely. Spend your money wisely. Do your best, folks. I know it's hard. You know, I've, I, um, 
It is. It's hard. I mean, I, I've had to kind of pick my targets because it's easier to isolate them and make it, make it sting. I know not all of you can, but do what you can when you can do it. Here's another story here, uh, just in regards to this whole thing about the 2020 election, which I find fascinating how the country's gone just down the drain. The Justice Department, everything is dead. Justice is blind only to Democrats right now. Uh, really interesting article in Politico. The feds are now paying $6.1 million to create a database for capital riot prosecutions. Wow, that's a lot of money. I'm just wondering if they're doing the same thing about Antifa BLM, the leftist shock troops who burned down American cities, beat the hell out of people, and in some cases murdered people. Are they doing that too? Are they paying $6 million for a database to assist in those prosecutions as well? No, they're not because there aren't any. Only if you happen to be there on January 6th. That was the insurrection, of course. Air quotes. But it wasn't an insurrection when they tried to burn down the Portland courthouse over a period of what, six months? That wasn't an insurrection, right? No. That was just a, it was a campfire. That was just a campfire. Is there a database for that? I'm just, just checking. Tell me again how we still live it. Why, again, we need to get away from these people as quickly as you can. Do not wait. I can't emphasize this enough. I know it's hard. Get away from these people. These are not the Democrats of the 50s. These are not even FDR Democrats. They are lunatics. They are spying, censorship-producing, violent, Antifa-supporting lunatics. Get away from them as soon as you can. They worship violence and anti-civil liberties activism. All right, this is probably the most important part of the show. I should have teased it in the beginning. I hope most of you stayed around. You know, sometimes people watch and they come back and tune in a little later, so that's why you tease stuff to make sure people know what's coming up next. You know, business is all full of all kinds of tricks to keep people tuning in longer. I don't like to do a lot of that tricky, scammy stuff. I just like to produce good content all the time, but I'm telling you this is probably the most important part of the show. I saw a Twitter thread. I saw Sean Davis is a friend of mine from the Federalist. He had highlighted this, this, uh, this thread. Even though I haven't been posting any content on Twitter, my team does, but I don't post any original thought. I could use a parlor for that. Um, I do go back there once because it's full of leftist lunatics because I want to see what they're thinking. But once in a while, I'll find some good stuff in there from our own people as well. And I saw this. Sean had promoted this Twitter thread where this guy who has a podcast, Martyr Made, uh, I don't know who he is. No, you know, can't vouch for anyone. It's obviously not his real name or her, whoever it may be. But it's a really incredible thread about why conservatives are the way they are why they mistrust the results of the 2020 election and why they're so devastated about where the country is now. It's an amazing thread, but it won't make sense unless I tee it up with these videos first, okay? That's why I ran it after this 2020 election piece. These two segments are going to prove to you why the government needs a complete depopulation of swamp rodents and, and liberals thirsty for power. The government needs a total house cleaning. It is hard to believe that these two idiots I'm about to play video, a video of, and I do mean idiots, were in positions of power in government where they couldn't only take your power but could destroy the United States. They tried to take down the president. Well, one of them did at least. And the other one was a senior-level manager in the FBI. They're on a panel. I'll get to one first. This is Andy Weissman. He was the chief lieutenant for the Mueller probe, a 
a man with corrupted morals beyond imagination, a disgrace to this country, a disgrace to humanity, an embarrassing human being celebrated only by idiots, a golden calf to losers. I can't say enough about this guy to emphasize how dangerous he's been in the years he's been in government. He knew about the Steele dossier. He knew about the political nature of the information. He investigated Donald Trump anyway because he was committed to destroying the country. Of course, what happens? He gets a big contract from MSNBC because they hate the country too. Andy Weissman went on yesterday, and again, instead of addressing the Tucker Carlson allegations that he was spied on by the NSA, decides it would be a good idea to attack Tucker Carlson. Check this out. He could have said, look, there's a First Amendment issue here, and I want to make sure that there are safeguards at the Department of Justice. But he didn't take that route. He did, as you said, and as Frank pointed out, he wanted to use this really for his own purposes and to sow distrust, which is is so anti-American. Instead of raising a legitimate issue about safeguards in the system when you're dealing with journalists to make sure that uh, this is not something that slipped through the cracks and that senior officials of the department are making sure this was done responsibly. You understand this guy was an upper level executive in the Justice Department, doesn't care at all that Tucker Carlson has hard evidence. He was spied on by the NSA. What he wants to do is defend the NSA. Why do I bring up him and another person? It was just him on the screen because he was on the panel with this nut. Remember Frank Fagese? This guy was an assistant director at the FBI, the same guy who thought Trump lowering the flags on August 8th was assigned to Heil Hitler. You doubt me? Check this out. We have to understand the adversary and the threat we're dealing with. And if we don't understand how they think, we'll never understand how to counter them. So it's little things and language and messaging that matters. The president said that we will fly our flags at half mast until August 8th. That's 8-8. Now, I'm not going to imply that he did this deliberately, but I am using it as an example of the ignorance of the adversary that's being demonstrated by the White House. The numbers 8-8 are very significant in neo-Nazi and white supremacy movement. Why? Because the letter H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And to them, the numbers 8-8 together stand for Heil Hitler. So we're going to be raising the flag back up uh, at dusk on 8-8. No one's thinking about this. Today's 7-9. You'll get the joke if you're an internal member of the show. 7-9. I wonder if that has any significance, too. When 9-9 comes around, we'll have to be sure. It was 7-7 the other day. I wonder how significant that was. You believe these idiots? Now, going back to the Twitter thread, I'm going to get to it in a second. It explains why American patriots are right now so mistrustful of not only government and the people who are in it due to people like Weissman and Fugazi, but so mistrustful of the swamp as well. That's why I played that first and discussed the election stuff. Listen, let me get to my, my uh, last sponsor first. And I want to fire through this because it's a very, very important thread and it's very well stated. My, uh, my last sponsor is Teeter. You know Teeter well. They're inversion tables. I use them twice a day. Invert. It's a full body, zero impact exercise uh, for me. And it decompresses my spine. But they come out with a new machine. It's terrific. It's the Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer. I've been using it three, four times a week now because fitness plays a huge role in my life. I need to keep my heart healthy. Just had a rough bout with cancer. You know, it stinks. Chemo is bad in your heart. But the problem is I have arthritis, bad. I don't mean to complain or whine. Listen, it's other people have it far worse than me, but I can't run or sprint anymore. I can't. My knees and my joints can't take it. So I was looking for a machine that had zero impact but worked. 
It's hard to get both of that. A lot of these machines with zero impact, you can't get your heart rate up. The free step takes care of that. It's totally unique to anything else out there because it's truly low impact. With technology licensed from commercial PT equipment, you'll experience a smooth, linear stride that protects your knees, hips, back, and in my case, my elbows and shoulders better than any other cardio machine. It's also adjustable. So like with me, I can't go very far with my elbows. You adjust it. It's very simple. You can dial the resistance down to warm up your joints or do what I do on Mondays and Wednesdays, crank it up, do some Tabata sprints on it as well. It's awesome. The free step, you like metal sound effects there too? It doesn't actually sound like that. That's just my effect. The free step has proven to burn 17% more calories than a recumbent bike. When you exercise on the free step, your joints will feel great. Your muscles will get challenged. Your heart will be pumping. You'll want to work out on it every day. Plus, you can get trainer-led workout videos on the free Teeter Move app for personal training and motivation from the comfort of your home. Over 3 million people have put their trust in Teeter. They've been in the health and fitness industry for 40 years. What are you waiting for? Try it out today. Teeter has an exclusive offer for you. Get the Teeter Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer for $100 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. The Teeter Free Step is over 1,000 reviews on Amazon with a 4.6 star rating. I give it five stars. With this exclusive deal, you'll get $100 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. You'll get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. No reason not to try it. Remember, you can only get the Teeter Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer and save $100 by going to teeter, that's T-E-E-T-E-R dot com slash Dan. That's teeter dot com slash Dan. Check this thing out. You ever see my house, stop by in the garage, you'll see me motoring on it. It's pretty good. All right, so getting back to this. So I played Weissman and Fugazi first to show you and produce an example for you of the rank stupidity and ignorance of the leftists running our country right now. You sensing a theme to the show today? Really dumb people are running the country. Liars are running the country. Propaganda specialists, misinformation specialists like Fugazi and Weissman. Why has that been so disturbing outside of the obvious to conservatives? Well, again, Sean Davis turned me on to this. This thread is amazing, and it's worth your time. I can't stand Twitter, but sometimes there's some stuff on there that could be worth your time, and this is one of them. I'm going to read portions of it. Just a few tweets from this individual. He says, it's hard to describe to people on the left who are used to thinking of the government as a conspiracy. You know, the left, Watergate, COINTELPRO, WND, WMD, George Bush. He says, it's hard to explain to those people how shocking and disillusioning it was for people who encourage their sons, talking about us, to enlist in the army and hate people who don't stand for the anthem. They could have managed the shock, again, talking about us, people who love this country. We could have managed the shock if it only involved the government. But the behavior of the corporate press is what radicalized them. They hate journalists more than they hate any politician or government official because they feel most betrayed by them. The idea that the press is driven by ratings and sensationalism became untenable. If that were true, they'd be all over the, Ep the Jeffrey Epstein story. The corporate press is the propaganda arm of the regime, and they now see it in outline. Nothing anyone says will ever make them unsee that. Period. We get to the second part of this in a minute. That's very, very well said, or well written, I should say. Why these last few years under Donald Trump were so destructive to our idea of what this country was and what it should be. Conservatives, I'm talking about patriots, not the leftist America haters. 
is because we were the ones who always put our hands over our heart, who stood for the anthem, had respect and reverence for this country despite its flaws. We were the ones who urged our kids to go in the military. We were the ones who, whether we were in the military or not, either saluted or stood at semi-attention at that military parade when they walked by and gave them a good wave, whatever it was, out of respect for what they did. We were the ones who respected the cops and the police officers putting their butts on the line every day to keep our communities relatively safe. It was really hard for us over the last five years to accept the fact that the country we so love and so respect and so revere is now being run, occupied, and operated by a bunch of people who hate it and hate us. But he makes a second point. When I say the people who hate us, I'm talking about the Weissmans and the Fugazis. Idiots, morons, America haters. That class has run the country, the America haters, for a long time. Yet we're the ones who are proud of it. That's why this is so hard. And whereas in the past, we always knew the press was corrupted. We thought, oh, you know what? It's just a money thing, clickbait, sell copies. If it bleeds, it leads. But why we can't stand the press even more. He uses the word hate in there. Why these patriots hate the press now and can't stand them is because it's no longer even about the money now. That's mercenary enough. The press is now fully invested, money or not, in a full-blown propaganda campaign to keep the population scared and ignorant so that the left can enact their collectivist socialist agenda. Hence the rage against them. He goes on, there's three more tweets, he'll take a second. But he explains now why, going back to why I covered the government idiots, Fugazi and Weissman, and I covered before why people don't trust the results of the 2020 election. The leftists want to know why? He explains pretty well here. He goes on, he says, this is profoundly disorienting. Many of them, again, talking about us, don't know for certain whether ballots were faked in November of 2020, but they know for absolute certain that the press, the FBI, and et cetera, et cetera, would lie to them if there was. Bingo. They have every reason to believe that, and it's probably true. By the way, I don't even think the guy who wrote this is a conservative. They, again, talking about us, watched the press behave like animals for four years. Tens of millions of people will always see Kavanaugh as a gang rapist based on nothing because of CNN. And CNN seems proud of that. They led a lynch mob against the high school kid. They cheered on a summer of riots. They always claimed the media had liberal bias. Fine, whatever. They still thought the press would admit truth if they were cornered. Now they don't. It's a different thing to watch them invent stories in whole, out of whole cloth in order to destroy the regular lives of people and spark mass violence. Now that's a thread. It goes on. There's about 30 posts in that thread. In the interest of time, I had to narrow it down to six. But you want to understand leftists or even centrist Democrats who are curious about the Trump revolution? You want to understand what's behind it? Why people don't trust anything you do anymore? There it is right there. You've given us nothing to trust. You have people in our government, noted liars, 
And you have scammers like this Weissman and Fugazi guy running our government. You have a media that's supposed to hold the government accountable, not only lying, but lying to incite race wars, lying to keep crime covered up in the cities, lying to cover for corrupt Democratic politicians. You wonder why nobody trusts anything anymore? Because you lie to people all the time and you cover for them. And we don't believe it. Conservatives are smarter than you liberals, but liberals do. Just read any poll. Liberals think that the, you know, the uh, chances of dying from coronavirus are dramatically higher than it is. Why? Because the media lied to them. And unlike conservatives, they suck it up because they're stupid. Liberals believe 10,000 black men were unarmed or killed by police. Why? Because they're dumb. They don't know how to go out and research it on their own like conservatives do. That's why conservatives get the question right, largely. All right, one last story, and I got to roll. I had some other stuff, but I have to get to it another time. Technofog has a great substack. Uh, it, there's a great article. Be in my, my show notes again today. But there's something interesting happening in the Spygate case I just want you to be aware of. Remember I told you about Lee Smith's piece? You know, the FBI said they got the information about Trump colluding with Russia from who? From Christopher Steele. Well, this is the phone game. Christopher Steele said he got it from a guy named Danchenko. Danchenko said he got it from these subsources. Well, an interesting thing happened. The civil suit was filed. And in that civil suit, the subsources were forced on the record to say, did you tell Danchenko or Steele? that Trump colluded with the Russians, basically. And the subsources said, no, I don't know where they got this from. So the question to this day, ladies and gentlemen, we still don't have the answer to is this. Who the hell made up the Trump colluded with the Russian story? Who made that up? We, you understand we still don't know? My suspicion is the FBI made it up in conjunction with people from Fusion GPS and that network. Why? Read this story by Technofog. Why is a Fusion GPS attorney risking sanctions? Fusion GPS appears desperate to settle a potentially catastrophic case. I'll sum it up for you in a nutshell. Put up the screenshot if you don't mind. There is an attorney from Fusion GPS who apparently is trying to create a back channel to one of the civil litigants in this suit, begging them not to take the case to court. Because if it goes to court, there'll be a discovery process where all of this junk is going to come out. Techno writes in the piece, because I have a feeling Fusion GPS, its attorneys, or both, are feeling the heat. There are nearly 500 critically important documents that Fusion GPS has allegedly improperly kept from the other side. Are any of those documents communications with people in the Justice Department, the Clinton campaign, the Obama campaign, or people working with them to fabricate the whole Trump collusion story? Will we finally get an answer in this civil lawsuit? Why is Fusion GPS so desperate to avoid this civil lawsuit? Circumventing the rules to try and get out of the case. I don't know. Maybe you do. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. It's been another great week. Please make sure you listen to yesterday's show, too. It's important. Get away from these people as soon as you can. There is no benefit. There is nothing. Nothing positive. There are no positive externalities, nothing that will come out of your life by living around people who are scared and ignorant. Nothing. Only danger. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir! You just heard Dan Bongino.